0: Thank you for joining For Our Special Kids, where we openly and honestly discuss the magic and the mess of raising a child with special needs. We are thrilled to have you here and hope this time provides you with some wonder and wisdom. I'm your host, Jennifer Lansink. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am sorry I'm tardy with this release of this episode. I'll just say the week didn't go quite as planned. Thanks for your patience. On a more positive note, I have received such an outpouring of love lately towards the podcast and our guests. Truly, it brightens my day every time I see someone share us on Instagram or Facebook, when I get a question for a speaker, if I get a personal email. I do want to give a shout out to Rebecca who tagged Sean on a social media platform. Rebecca graciously shared our podcast with Sean and said she loved the podcast. So thank you so much, Rebecca. It really does mean the world to me. And the more you talk about what we do and the more you guys choose to share it, the better everything is. And hopefully we touch more people. Uh, In today's What's It Like episode, Candela shares her very unique perspective on what it was like to join a family with a child with special needs. Candela was our Spanish exchange student last year. She also talks about how and why teenagers ask questions and what she has learned from Teal. Please note she has some pretty rough audio quality. She is back in Spain and whatever our connection wasn't great and the acoustics are a bit tough so please listen with a kind ear to this incredible conversation that i have with my 16 year old spanish daughter as she shares her story i hope you enjoy and as always let me know what you think i am here with candela Cunara herrero who is my spanish daughter You joined us August 26th, 2021, Uh right? Um, As an exchange student. You are back at home in Spain, in Burgos, Spain, which makes me very, very sad. But I wanted to let people hear from you for a What's It Like episode, because you came into our family as a stranger and then you became our family. You became Teal's sister and my daughter and Alex's daughter. And I just can't express how much you mean to our family. And so I wanted to highlight your experience coming into a household with a child with special needs. The first part of our conversations were over Zoom. And when we started meeting you and meeting your family and all of that. And what was your first impression, be nice, of, <laughs> of me, Teal, and Alex?
1: Well, the first impression I had of you, Jen, that you were a little bit crazy in a good way. Like you were really excited and that's why you were crazy.
0: Yes, that fits.
1: And then Teal, I saw her as a very charming girl. She was only She was always smiling. I remember that whatever she was doing she was always smiling.
0: What were you most excited about coming into our household? When I read your profile with all your information and everything I was excited about all the
1: activities that you guys said you like to do like skiing and also surfing.
0: We are a pretty active family yeah. Well we were scared stiff but also super excited. (laughs) to have you join us well it's one thing to come into a home with another sibling and then you had to come into a home with a much younger sibling because at that time you were 15 and teal was five and then it's a whole nother thing to join a family with a child with special needs do you remember how i described teal to you and then how did that compare to your experiences with her
1: I remember you said Teal was a very, well, the way you say it, you said Teal likes to communicate a lot in a lot of different ways. Like she talks, she points at things. Sometimes she just tells you things without even talking or pointing at anything. She just, you just know what she's saying. So I remember you told me that. And I also remember you said Teal was magic and the way of she heals people. And then she can also do things that other kids can't do. And I was like, mm, that's a little bit weird. Crazy. Yeah, a little bit. But then when I came to your family and over the months, I think it was like my third month or my fourth month there. when I realized that you were right.
0: Yeah, I remember you telling me that. You yeah. were like, oh, my God, I get it now. Mm -hmm. you had to be really open. I mean, not, okay, let's just be honest. We are crazy. Me specifically. I, (laughs) I, I, I wear, I wave the crazy flag. I introduced you to a lot of things that you had never even experienced, but then to hear me say, yeah, I have a telepathic daughter, right? You know, she's magical. She's a healer, et cetera. I mean, it took a lot of openness for you to say, okay, you know what? Sure. I'll go and I'll see for myself.
1: You know, the funny part is that now in Spain, when people ask me about my sister there, and I always use the words that you used to tell me before I went there. And they're like, oh, my God, now you're like the crazy one. And I'm like, well, I don't care, because it's the truth. <laughs> some of them are really nice. And they're like, yeah, sure. Yeah. But some of them are just like, oh, OK. Yeah. Weirdo.
0: Yeah, weirdo. <laughs> that brought tears to my eyes, though, because it's, it's fun to know that you, you believe in enough to speak it and that mm-hmm. takes a risk. And I, I think some people, they just say, Oh yeah, my, my child might be different, but they maybe don't articulate or put words to it. And that takes a lot for you to, instead of just saying, yeah, Teal's really special. She's amazing for you to use those words is, yeah. um, it says a lot about how much you've connected with her. And I know, you know, you put that picture up Near her changing table, where we yeah, put her on ev- every single night when I take her up there, um, when she sits up, she touches it, and she doesn't pull it off. Yeah. She touches it, and you just—you mm, <laughs> made such a huge connection with her, and I think that relationship that you have has changed. It it, it changed. Over the course of this ten months, but then I think it's also changed now. Like you probably see her even even more differently than you did yeah. before you left. Oh yeah, I yeah. love it. And we had the honor of seeing you in in Paris and in Spain, so that was really cool. Well, you, you talked a little bit about how your friends here in Tahoe would come to our house, and I'm sure part uh-huh. of the conversation I'm sure part of the conversation was. Uh, yeah, first of all, my host mom, Jen is crazy. However, (laughs) so prepare yourself. But then how did you prepare them for meeting Teal?
1: It was not like a, like a huge preparation. It was more like, okay, first of all, there was always two things I used to say. First of all, well, three, the first one, there's a lot of stuff in the house. The second uh, thing was Jen, is really honest, so she will say what she thinks to you. So if there's something, because some of my friends were a little bit, um, how to say, it? like a little bit sensitive to things, and uh, I was like, okay, she's not trying to be mean; she's just being honest. Okay, so don't, don't take it wrong. Yeah. And then the third thing was, okay, so Teal doesn't talk. So if you say hi to her or whatever, and it's not that she's going to ignore you. She's just going to either say hi to you with her hand. She's going to just use her own um, words. Or maybe she ignores you because she's also a kid. So it is what it is. And they were like, oh, okay. Yeah. Then they used to ask like their questions after they met her. They were like, oh, why doesn't she talk? Mm -hmm. Or they always used to ask some of them, what does she have? Okay, she doesn't have anything. It's just that she doesn't walk or talk yet. That's all.
0: Kids do ask honest questions. I mean, it's true. The conversation that I had with my mom recently on the episode of what's it like, you know, be a grandma. We talked about that, of how kids really do have honest questions, but then you have kids have honest questions that are like between three and six, and then you have teenage questions and they want a label. A lot of people want a label for what's wrong. And I love it that you're like, nothing's wrong. Like she's just not walking and talking yet. And that's all that really matters. What do you think teenagers should know about children with special needs?
1: Well, usually for teenagers, from my own experience, when they tell you someone has a special needs, it's always because she has like a label. Down syndrome or things like that. And then you imagine in your head like the special needs they have. But with someone who doesn't have a label, that's why they ask because they want to know. And well, you don't need to know, just be how you be with another person without a label. When you meet another person, they, you you don't ask what label they have. So same with them. I love that answer.
0: I I would never walk up to you and be like, what's your label?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. How do you describe, I mean, how do you describe yourself? I, I, maybe I would say that, but not really. I would just be excited to be with you and talk with you and learn who you are. And because Teal doesn't talk, you have to, think differently with her, but I know there's one thing that you also said to your friends and that's she understands everything you say.
1: Oh yeah. Cause I was like, please don't talk to her. Like if she was to, she might not respond to you back, but she understands everything. So if you tell her, okay, Teal, um, can you please give me that? She will give it to you. Yeah. She understands. Just don't be like, yeah. Don't be like, Teal, can you please do this for me? I'm
0: not like that. Uh-uh. And she actually kind of gives you the eye when you talk to her like that. Did you notice that yeah. being with her? Yeah, <laughs> I did <laughs> kind of like, especially with like a strangers. Yes. Yeah. If a stranger walks up to her and doesn't like uh-huh. respect her for who she is, she really like, mm-mm, uh-huh. no, mm-mm, you don't see me. You don't see me for who I am. You're treating me like somebody I'm not. <gasps> yeah. I haven't really articulated that before. It's really true. That's really true. So what do you think are the biggest lessons that you learned from teal from
1: teal i think the biggest one would be to be who you are because like before i came before i went to the u.s i always used to think okay what i'm doing right now or what i'm saying right now are people going to like it and then after meeting teal is more well who cares people who are going to like you they will like you for who you are So just don't pretend you're someone you're not or do something you're, you would never do.
0: She's pretty empowering that way. Mm -hmm. She sees you for who you are. So if you're going to be something fake or not what she sees, like she'll, she'll call you out on, on, in her way. Right. Like she calls you out. You remember this (laughs) when it took like four days, then the novelty of you ran, wore off and Teal was like uh this is my mom you remember that yeah and I think that's just a typical kid behavior that is not a child with special needs but she literally was like "Uh uh-uh yeah this is my mom I'm gonna hug on her (laughs) remember that I remember exactly where (laughs) you're sitting (laughs) she gave me
1: like the eyes like the look of she was hanging you and she was like you see this she's mine (laughs) it was really funny
0: and and you handled it so well. You were just like, okay, all right. I got this. And you weren't trying to make me your mom either, right? You have your own mom, and yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't going to replace that mom at all. Um, so that was that was fun. You were so good with her in terms of just really accepting her and working with her, being present with her. Also, I think you started becoming more aware of how your emotions affect other people. Yes. Tell me about that.
1: I don't know. I just learned how other people's emotions affect me. But then there's also other people who might be affected by my emotions. And that's how Teal was. Sometimes when I was sad or even my friends were sad, Teal could notice that. And that was, it was cool. But at the same time, it was like hard to watch because whenever I brought friends home and they had a bad day at school or with their parents or whatever, Teal noticed that. And it was more, now I feel bad for Teal because she felt everything, like the energy, my friend's energy. And now she's feeling that energy and she's showing that energy to us. And it was not a good energy.
0: A a couple of things hit as you were saying that one, she is a mirror to your energy, to anyone's energy. She mirrors it back to you because she feels it. And she sends it back to you like, okay, I I see you. I got you. I know you're going through this. Uh, I think with a typical six-year-old I think you could feel bad, but I think with Teal, it's more of she is mature enough. And that sounds so weird to even say that about a six-year-old experiencing emotion, but I feel like it wasn't as hard on her as maybe it was hard to watch. Yeah,
1: that's also true. But for me, I remember one time when I brought one friend home and she was sad and Teal started crying and I was damn, I, I, I didn't know if I ruined her day or not. Cause she was watching TV with you. Like she was all relaxed. She was chilling. And then all suddenly she was just crying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that, I mean, it's good. It's good for us to be aware of that, but I do think it's, it's one for all of us to be really aware that these children are extra sensitive. They are extra special. They have different ports, I think, that are open in their body that make them this magical creature. They're empathic. They feel it. And I don't know if we all have to feel bad about it, but I do think we have to be aware of it. And and I think your friends started picking up on that. I mean, I was also quite articulate about it, but I I think it's a good awareness of whenever we're around people and teenagers. I mean, dude, you guys have a lot of emotions going anyway. And then to have a six-year-old Show it back to you has to be like what <laughs> uh-huh. you, you know, and yet it's such a good it's a good thing for you to be aware of how your emotion is affecting other people and vice versa. That's true. You handled it all so well. We miss you in our you. family. Yeah, we totally miss, miss you. I'm like, when can you come back? Christmas, um, please. <laughs> what else would you like to share about your experience with us and Teal?
1: Well, let's start here. When you're a kid, your parents tell you or they try to teach you to understand that having a special needs is not like a bad thing. But then when some kids, when they see uh, another kid with special needs, they don't know how to like how to react. So till you live with someone or you know someone or you're close to someone who has a special needs, you will see how they truly are because right now when I tell my friends yeah I have a sister with like special needs and they're oh that's cool well it's cool like in the way of I'm not saying that having a sibling with special needs is cooler than having a sibling without special needs but for them they haven't lived with one with special needs so they're like oh okay cool but when they say that it's just like weird I don't even know how to express it but the, the, the way they just express it, they're like, okay, cool. But then the questions they ask or the things they say or like the little comments are the things that make you think, okay, you wouldn't say that about a sibling without special needs. So I think that if you don't live or you don't know anyone with special needs, you're not really going to see them as the way they want you to see them.
0: I, I tend to see some sadness. When people will say like, oh, oh, but yeah, it, I don't
1: like pity or whatever, but it's, it's more why do you feel that way?
0: I, I like you being honest about it because it's, it is weird when, when it's no big deal to you and it's no big deal to me. It is what our life is and I'm blessed.
1: Yeah. And to be honest, not even
0: kids, not even just teenagers, also grown adults even say
1: that when you guys left. Like even my grandparents in my village were like, oh my God, they're such a wonderful, they're such a wonderful family. Like, but oh my God, Teal, I wish you could walk and talk. Oh my God, I feel bad. And I'm like, well, don't feel bad. And they were like in their brains, they couldn't assimilate why I was saying don't feel bad. Because they were like, well, but she can't walk or talk. Like, I feel bad. Well, but she likes who she is and she's always smiling. And they're like, oh yeah, we noticed that. So you don't see that she's suffering or she's crying or whatever
0: she just like who she is she likes who she is it's true she likes who she is and that's so. all that you can ask of anyone right yeah <laughs> like who you are and own it and love it and be who you are yeah. like you said in the beginning teal showed you to just be who you are and love it and own it i mean if all of us can take that message away from today's conversation i think that's a good one yeah thank you okay one last question. What is one word that you would use to describe a child with special needs?
1: I would describe them as pure. Yeah, that's the word I would use. Cuz they just show who you who they are and they just don't care, as I told you. So yeah. that's the word I would
0: use. Pure. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Kandela, thank you so much for spending time with me. I miss you. I miss you. I miss you. Thank you. I miss you too. (laughs) And uh, I appreciate you shedding some light on a different perspective for us. It's something that we think all of us need to see everyone's experiences from all sorts of different perspectives. And I truly appreciate you sharing your wisdom with us. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us today. I hope you found one or two meaningful nuggets of information to make your day better. If you think there's value in what we do, please take a moment to tell another friend, family member, or a caregiver. We'd love to hear from you at forourspecialkids at gmail.com. You can send in a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like to learn more about, or if you'd like us to highlight a certain person, please send that information to us. It makes our show so much better and so much more valuable for you. Our Facebook and Instagram handle is for our special kids. And finally, remember to witness the wonder and the wisdom within yourself and others. Until next time.